Hello, you are listening to the Morning Mindset Podcast, where we in this podcast do all things to do what? Get your mind right. I know that as women, as professionals, we have all the things going on for us. We have the degrees, we have the jobs, we have the kids, we have the spouses, we have the families, we have all the things. But all in all, do we have our minds right? So in each episode of this podcast, what we would like to do is to help you to break down those things that are weighing you down, that are causing barriers, that are keeping you from being the best that you can absolutely be. Yes, we come at it from a career standpoint, but it's real life stuff that you'll be able to apply for all of your life. So if you're ready to really get your mind right, to really push beyond your limitations, to really go beyond limiting beliefs, to break free of fear, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, this is the place for you. Keep listening. I'm your host, HR exec turned career pathfinder and executive coach, Keisha Hicks, and I welcome you to the morning. Keisha Hicks. I am um, a past HR executive turned career pathfinder and executive coach. I own a business called the Elevate Her, where primarily I work with HR professionals that are the unders, undervalued, underpaid. I help them to shift their mindsets so they can advance their careers and make more money. So what I wanted to come on here today and talk to you about is what would happen if you took your focus and your concern off of your resume. That's what we're going to talk about this afternoon. What would happen if you took your focus and your concern off your resume? So um, why is this resume conversation even important to me? When I think about a time in my career, um, I'm just going to be honest, y'all. I had a trash resume. Once upon a time in my career, I had a completely trash resume. Okay. Garbage, like garbage. Okay, horrible. All right. And I didn't even know it was that bad. That's how bad it was. I didn't even know it was that bad. Okay. And why did I even why did I even get to the point where I had to figure out it was bad? Well, because there's always a trigger. The trigger for me was I was in a position where I needed to start to apply for jobs. Okay. I had a not so great experience. Many of you who have followed me know my story about I had a not so great experience when it came to performance management time, which is a lot of time. This is where we are. And this is a season, right? Performance management season um, for some people. But I had a not so great experience when it came to performance management. And so a lot of times when we have not so great experiences at work, when we're burnt out, when we feel like we're underappreciated, when we feel like we're undervalued, when we feel like we're all the things What's the first thing we think to do? Cut and run, right? Cut and run. Let me go find a new job. Well, what do you do? If you were like me, you pull out your resume. Now, this resume was so raggedy, okay? Let me just say it was raggedy. It wasn't like it had an objective on it. Like, so, okay, I'm sorry if I just stepped on somebody's toes, but let me just hint, clue, don't have the word objective and some verbiage after that thing on your resume. But anyway, it wasn't objective bad, but it really was just, I don't know, something I found online, maybe. 
Uh, maybe I Googled a template, you know, back then, Word, Microsoft Word. You could go in there and you can get a template for resumes. It was bad, okay? And I never really updated it, okay, to put in anything other than, um, like, anything new I had learned or did or accomplished or anything, right? I defaulted to, let me just put in the job description. So um, at the time, I was working for state government. And anybody that knows a state government job description, it's very generic. Okay. It's very, very generic. And you could be the same title in four different state agencies and be doing four different jobs. Okay. But it was very generic. Okay. So what I did was, is I just used this generic job description and put it in, slapped it into my uh, resume. Okay. Now, mind you, that was not the right thing to do, but I didn't know no better. Okay. You know what they say? If you know better, you do better. Guess what? Your girl didn't know any better. Okay. I didn't know any better. So, um, I'm taking this crazy looking resume and I'm just applying. Okay. I'm just applying. I'm taking this resume. I'm not updating any of my competencies, anything. Okay. I am just taking this trash resume and I'm just applying and I'm applying for, roles as I'm looking at the job descriptions, thinking about roles that I could easily just flip into, right? Like they don't have to train me. It's easy. I already know how to do that. Most of the time, these were lateral moves. Okay. Write this down in your notes. You cannot make money taking a lateral move. Okay. I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the front, not the people in the back. You cannot make money oftentimes taking a lateral move, but sometimes especially in my case, it was, let me look for jobs that I was already comfortable doing, right? I knew that I could do it. I could look at the job description and I knew that I could do it, right? I'm applying. I'm applying for this role. I'm applying for that role. Now, at the time when I was applying, I was an assistant HR director. I was applying for everything and anything, y'all. Training director, this kind of this, that kind of that. None of it made any sense. I just knew that I was trying to get out. Right. So here's the thing. I'm taking this same garbage resume and just throwing it out and applying for any and everything that I could find online. If I could find it online, if I could find it on Monster, Career Builder, LinkedIn, wherever, I was taking that same trash resume and was and was doing that. OK, so what did I experience as a result of that? Crickets. <laughs> that's what I experienced. Crickets. Okay. Oftentimes when I would take that resume and I would float it out and be submitting it to places, I wouldn't hear anything back. Absolute crickets. That was the first thing. The second thing that sometimes I would get back is that automatic rejection, right? That automatic email that was like, oh, thank you for applying, but we are not, uh, we've decided to go with another candidate. Sound familiar? Right. This was my life. OK. The other thing. Um, so crickets or the automatic denial. Those are two things that I got. The other thing that I got out of that. Was a whole bunch of rejection, which didn't feel good. I got a whole lot of hopelessness and despair that started to come with that. Right. Because here's the thing. You can only reject somebody so many times before you really start to take that stuff personal. Right. You can only get so many of them. Thank you. But no, thank you. Emails before you like what is wrong with me. Right. 
So the rejection, the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, like maybe I'm not as good as what I really think I am. All of those things started bubbling up in me. So then at some at one point, I even considered, well, maybe since I'm not landing anything, maybe I'll just stick it out. I'll just tough it out and just stay here. Because I was like, you know how people say it. I was guilty of it. It's just not for me. It's just not what God has for me. Right. It's just not it's not my time. Does that sound familiar? If you've been rejected so many times because you've just been applying, applying, applying. And so your go to phrase is, well, it's just not for me. It's just not my time. It's not what God has for me. Right. Because that was me. So then it was like, well, I'll just tough it out. So then I ended up toughing it out in an environment I didn't even want to be in. It was somewhere I didn't even want to be in anymore that was no longer serving me, but it was like I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. And all I kept saying was, it's got to be my resume. My resume has got to be the problem. My resume has got to be the problem. My resume has got to be the reason why when I go to apply, I'm not getting the jobs. I kept saying that to myself, right? It's got to be my resume. Okay. But let me tell you about what really was my issue. My issue was not my resume. Okay. Granted, it was trash. Okay. It needed to be revamped. But my issue was I was placing too much emphasis on this resume and not placing enough concern on where I actually wanted to go and what I actually wanted to do. For me, it was all about, let me just apply to anything just to get out. But the lesson that I learned in that was like, "Mm -mm, that's not the move. I actually needed to have a strategy and I actually had to have a plan, okay? And that strategy and that plan made me have to sit down and think. So sometimes when we're just trying to get out, we're dealing in emotion, right? Just let me apply for this because somebody that made me so mad at work. Let me just go. Let me just go. Let me just go. It's a toxic work environment. I'm burnt out. I don't like these people. These people don't like me, right? So it's a lot of emotion. So you're just moving in emotion rather than taking the time to actually think, right? And so when I sat down and the lesson that I learned was sit down and think about what it is that you want to do, right? Now, I couldn't come to that by myself. I was fortunate enough to have a career coach who said, let's sit down. This is not working for you. What you're doing, and and listen, it wasn't working for me. So let me tell you, whoever this is for, what you're doing is not working for you, right? Applying for everything and anything, hoping that something sticks is not working for you. Blaming it on your resume or Putting a whole lot of focus and attention on your resume is not for you. Let me let me go a little further. Some of you have paid resume writers to write your resume and you still have not landed a job. Now, what does that say to you? What that should say is it's not your resume. It's not your resume. OK, it's not. That's not the focus. So, again, no tea, no shade towards resume writers, because I think what they do is awesome. But some of you have paid these folks to do a resume for you and they've created beautiful resumes. I've seen them. But you still cannot land a job. So your resume is not your problem. Your strategy is your problem. That was the lesson that I had to learn. And my strategy, the first key component of my strategy was first and foremost figuring out what is it that I wanted to do?
and not just next necessarily the next move, but actually thinking about it futuristically. So I ask you a question and put this in your notes and really be thinking about this. What if we were having this conversation a year from now, what would you hope to be telling me has happened for you that has advanced your career in the direction that you want to go? What would have what would you be telling me has happened for you to advance your career in the direction that you want it to go? What would you say? Right. And here's the thing. If you don't know what the direction is, that's where you start. You got to start with the vision. You have to understand that you have to have a plan and a plan is not just applying to any and everything. Right. A plan is not taking one resume and applying for four different job titles with it and then blaming something on your resume. It's not your resume. It's not your resume. It's your strategy. It's your plan. Okay. So what I learned is you got to have a strategy. You got to have a plan. That's the first part. Then, of course, you got to be able to talk about yourself. Because, again, you can have a beautiful resume and then you get in the interview and you totally bomb the interview because never fails. Somebody's going to ask you, tell me about yourself. Why this role? Give me a time when. And you can't talk about it. Right. Or your default is to go back to your resume. That's already probably not that great but it's not your resume. Understand that for me. It's not your resume. It's your strategy. So I say all that to say, you don't have to do what I did. You don't have to go the hard route and be trying to just throw a resume, a trash resume at everything and anything. Instead, you can get a strategy. So if you're an HR professional that's looking to advance her career, right? Get to your bag, get to your money, right? Um, then I invite you to um, jump on a call with me. Let's have a let's have a, a, a call. Let's chat about what does it look like to focus on something more than just a resume. Where where would you go? What should you focus on? Right. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for catching today's episode. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with me, and for that, I'm so thankful. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. Have a fantastic day.